What are some of the best ways to train in disc golf? This is a question we get a lot on this podcast. And today, I'm giving you our top six training methods that you need to be doing in disc golf in order to become a better disc golfer. Let's get into it right now. Welcome in, everybody, to the Chain Clankers Disc Golf Podcast, presented by Upper Park Disc Golf. And Upper Park is wanting you to play differently this year. This summer, make sure you upgrade your disc golf bag to one of the best disc golf bags in the business. There are three bags I'm going to pinpoint from Upper Park. They've got the Shift, they've got the Pinch Pro, and they have the Rebel. These three different bags are great for any disc golfer of any level, regardless of if you're just starting or if you're looking for that forever bag. If you're looking for that forever bag, I highly recommend looking into the Rebel. You will not find a lighter weight bag that can hold as many discs and storage items as you would want in that rebel and if you like to drink beer on the gore on the gorse kind of like i do sometimes i think i was able to get like at least a 12 pack in the side pockets if not maybe a little bit less maybe a little bit more but there was definitely at least nine in each side pocket so you can definitely bring the beers. You've got definitely enough room for as many discs as you'd like. You can pack that thing in there. You don't have to. It really is an amazing disc golf bag. You can get one today by using promo code CLANKERS10 at checkout. Like I say every week, it really does help and support our podcast. It lets Upper Park know that we sent you there, which will want them to continue to work with us. And if you want this podcast to continue to go on it's highly important to take care of our sponsors as well as listen to the automated ads or you know skip through whatever you got to do those things that are able to generate any amount of revenue for us are very important so that way we can keep the lights on around me and continue to help you guys become better disc golfers we appreciate you guys as always today's episode like i said we are going to be talking six disc golf training techniques things you need to be doing in order to become a better disc golfer. And this is going to be a super fun show. I am finally all done with my vacations. Like I said last week, I had spent a week out of the country for work, and then I was back for a week, and then I spent a week out of the country for vacation. And so back, batteries are recharged. It's getting hot and steamy outside today's Mother's Day when I'm recording this. So happy Mother's Day to all those fantastic mothers out there. Hopefully you said something to your mom today. I know I definitely did while I was on the course. I tried to call her beforehand and she called me back while I was on the course with my boss at work. So that was a fun round. We were trying to beat the rain. We had gotten through about 15 holes before it just started downpouring. And so we had to cut it short after that. But it was a good round. It's definitely good to get back at it. I just feel like something I'm struggling with a lot right now is just finding a good grip. So maybe I'll do an episode on that. Just finding a grip, having some confidence. I feel like that's just something I'm struggling with a little bit right now. And maybe that's just because I haven't been able to play nearly as much as I would like. So I think this episode is going to help me a ton because today we've got six training techniques that are going to make you a better disc golfer. Let's stop jibber jabbering around and let's get into it right now. Let's kick things off here with number one so the first one on the list is to practice your putting 
Putting is the most important aspect of disc golf, and practicing your putting skills regularly can make a big difference in your score. Set up a practice basket in your backyard or visit local courses to spend some time putting every single day. And I cannot stress the importance of putting every single day, even if it's 10 putts a day, 18 putts a day. Uh, Let's make a challenge right now. It's halfway through May, the rest of the month, every day. Let's all collectively get 18 putts up a day. I'm not asking for any more. 18 putts. If you can put up 18 putts a day every single day for the rest of the month, I know that you're going to be a more confident putter and you're going to be better at putting. Putting is repetition, 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 drilling that muscle memory into your head. So if you can put up those 18 putts a day, just think about it. That's just one around. If you're able to go play around, that's great. You got your 18 putts that day. Maybe you'll have more. Maybe you'll have less because you'll be hitting some aces. Just, you know, do a practice one, I guess. But you know what I'm saying? Like, let's get eight, at least 18 putts a day and let's see how much that improves. And, and I'll do that myself and, and hopefully we'll we'll talk about it. And if you're looking for a putting drill, you know, you're, you're like, Q, you know, what what kind of drill can I do to make putting fun and that I can, you know, improve my putting? I've got one for you here. Um, this one is called the circle putting drill. And here's how you do it. There's four things. Number one, find a spot on the course or in your backyard where you can set up a circle of putts. Ideally, this should be 10 to 15 feet away from the basket. We don't want to go too far to where, you know, you're looking at 25 footers all around. You know, we really want to make sure we stay in that sweet spot. You're making a lot of them. You're you're doing good reps and you're getting that confidence when putting. You want at least five to 10 putts in a circle around the basket. Now, step number two here is to start at one putt and throw all the way around the circle, putting each time. So try to make each putt and focus on your form, technique, and release point. From there, the third step, repeat the drill several times, trying to make all the putts in each circle. If you miss a putt, start over from the spot and keep going until you've made all the putts in the circle. The fourth thing is to make the drill more challenging, increase the distance between putts, or use a smaller target, such as a mini basket or a smaller practice basket. So the way that I kind of like to do this is I'll take 10 putts from 10 feet to start, if you can do that, and just, you know, set 10 putters from 10 feet all the way around the basket in a circle, and it's just one putt every single time. And you do that, and then, okay, now let's do 12 feet. All right, great. Now let's do 15 feet. Okay, now let's do 18 feet. Now let's do 20 feet. And then you've got two options. You know, you can continue to go out or you can go back in. Okay, now you did 20. Okay, now let's do 18. Now let's do 15. Now let's do 12. Now let's do 10. You know, if you do that, I mean, 10, 12, 15, 18, 20, that's five sets. So if you went all the way to 20 and all the way back to 10, that's a hundred putts in one putting session. That's awesome. If you do that every single day, I promise you, you will become a better disc golfer because especially at the amateur level, putting is the name of the game. Make your putts and you're going to have success. If you make putts, you will be at the top of the leaderboard in tournaments, league nights, playing with your friends, whatever it is. If you can make those 20 footer and ends and you don't even have to think about it, Think about how easy that makes your approach game, right? Because you are then able to get it within 20 feet of the basket and you know it's going in. That's huge. So if you can do that, 
I really think you're going to be very happy with your putting skills. So the next technique or, or, you know, thing that you need to do in order to train better for disc golf is field work. Field work involves throwing discs in an open field without any obstacles. This technique can help you work on your form, distance, and accuracy. Try different throws such as the backhand, the forehand, and rollers and focus on your footwork and follow through. Field work is super critical because if you're just playing courses every single day, I don't believe you're going to get as good as you would like to. You're only learning how to play that specific hole, that specific course, that specific shot. Where when you're in the field, you're working on your form and you're working on how you just throw individually. I know myself, every time I go to the field, I feel significantly better about how I play and throw the disc. When I don't go to the field and things aren't working, I just feel like I can't get out of that rut on the course. There's just not enough reps, not enough opportunity to get out of that rut. So if you find yourself right now in a rut, I highly recommend going to the field and let's take care of it. And I've got a drill for you that is going to help you in the field. So this is an example of something you can do when you go to the field. This is the three disc challenge. First step, choose three discs of different types of weights. For example, you might choose a stable mid-range, an overstable fairway driver, and an understable distance driver. The second part of this is to set up a target or use an object such as a tree, a flag, you know, what else could you use? A cone as a target? Start by standing at a comfortable distance from the target. The third step, begin by throwing all three discs at the target one at a time, focusing on form, accuracy, and consistency. After you've thrown all three discs, take note of which disc landed the closest to the target and use that disc for the next round. Repeat the drill, throwing the chosen disc first, followed by the two other discs. The fifth step in this is continue the drill, selecting the disc that lands the closest to the target for each each subsequent round. This three-disc challenge is a great way to improve your accuracy, consistency, and shot selection, which I think is very critical in the field. You learn what discs work best for you and what you're most accurate with. So you can then take that knowledge, apply it to the rounds that you're playing in, and you know you can trust the disc and the shot you're about to throw. This drill also helps you develop a better understanding of those flight characteristics and different discs. So like I said, you can really understand how those discs will fly differently from one another. And remember to practice this drill regularly, and you will start to see improvements in your overall disc golf game. So the third training technique that we've got for you guys is play with better players. Playing with more experienced players can help you learn techniques, strategies, and approaches to the game. Observe their throwing styles, shot selection, and decision-making process, and try to incorporate their techniques into your game. We've said this a lot on the podcast. Play with people better than you. You will have to rise up to the challenge or you're going to get tired of getting your butt kicked and it's going to force you to try to do better. You can ask them questions and, and understand, hey, why did they throw this understable mid when you threw a distance driver on this? Why are they putting with this disc and you're putting with a mid range? You know what I'm saying? Like 
maybe that's a little far-fetched, but when you play with better players, you can understand their brain. You can ask them questions. I wish the guys on my card that were brand new to the game would ask more questions. It's not annoying. It's it, They want to see you get better. No one wants to see someone shooting plus 30. That's, that's not fun for anybody, right? You want to see cool things happen. You want to see your friends do good. So, so when you're able to be in a position to play with better players, take advantage and ask questions. Really study and watch what they're doing. Why did they approach with a forehand here instead of a backhand? Ask them that. And maybe you can learn a little bit about what they're doing and how you can apply it to your disc golf game. Let's pause real quick for a word from today's sponsors. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The fourth training technique is visualization. We talked a lot about this on the last episode, but visualization involves mentally rehearsing your shots before throwing them. Close your eyes, visualize the perfect shot, and imagine the disc flying through the air and landing in the basket. This technique can help you stay focused, calm, and confident during your game. Before every time you go to throw, do a little practice throw. Have that routine. Visualize where you want your disc to go. If you have a game plan, it's a lot easier to execute that game plan than just willy-nilly throwing. As well, when you have that visualization and that game plan of what you want to happen, if you meet it, Okay, that's a positive check in your brain. I did what I was supposed to. But if you don't meet it and you fail to do what you visualized, you then can go back and analyze what went wrong that did not allow you to have the desired outcome. When doing that, you're going to understand your game a lot better, a lot quicker, and you're going to become a better disc golfer. The fifth disc golf training technique that we have for you on today's episode is strength and conditioning. Strength and conditioning exercises can improve your balance, flexibility, and endurance, which are essential for disc golf. Incorporate exercises such as squats, lunges, planks, and yoga into your training routine. And this just makes sense to me. If you're a better athlete, you're going to be a better disc golfer. The more athletic you are, the more working out you do, the more you're able to use all different parts of your body, you're going to have more success. You know, I, I think those three, four workouts are good. You know, squats, lunges, planks, yoga, those are all great. And I really do think that legs and core are huge when it comes to disc golf, way more than your shoulders or your chest or your arms or anything like that. I think your legs and your core are the two biggest things that you need to work on. 
but I also have some workouts for you. I've got, let's see here, four workouts that will make you a better disc golfer. So the first one here is cardiovascular training. So disc golf can be a physically demanding sport, like we all know, especially if you're playing long courses and carrying heavy bags of discs. So, you know, side plug, this is why you got to use promo code clankers10 at checkout at Upper Park, and you won't have nearly as heavy of a disc golf bag. It'll make it a lot easier on you. You'll have more energy going to those 16th hole, 17th hole, 18th hole, whatever it is. That's really important. But back to the regularly scheduled program. So regular cardiovascular training, such as running, cycling, or swimming, can improve your endurance, stamina, and allow you to play longer while maintaining your focus throughout the round. That's what's huge. And so something I've incorporated into my training is when I go to the old Planet Fitness and I work out on, I guess I'm doing it for every day now, I'll start with a 10-minute walk on the highest incline on the treadmill I can. I think I set it at like a speed of two to two and a half. And that's how I'll start that. Now, if it's leg day, I'll then go do a three-mile bike ride. I try to get that done in nine-ish minutes. Nine to 10 minutes is the goal. And then, you know, more legs, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll finish that leg day workout with, again, another 10-minute walk. But I'll have the speed at three, I believe. Three to three and a half, highest incline. And I just think doing those kinds of things, moving your legs, getting that cardiovascular training is huge. And it does make walking the course a lot less of a chore. So, That's just one thing you can do. The second thing is strength training. So strength training exercises can improve your balance, stability, and power, which are essential for disc golf. Focus on exercises that work the legs, the core, the upper body, such as squats, lunges, deadlifts, planks, push-ups, and pull-ups. And honestly, I mean, take away deadlifts from that list, you can do squats, lunges, planks, push-ups, Maybe you can do pull-ups, probably not, so we'll leave that off. But squats, lunges, planks, and push-ups, you can do that every single day in your literal bedroom. Wherever you wake up, you can find a spot on the ground, and you can do 50 squats. You can do 50 lunges. You can do a two-minute plank. You can do 50 push-ups. You know, let's just start small, and let's do that. And maybe let's start even smaller. Let's say 10 squats, 10 lunges, 30-second plank, and 10 push-ups. Let's do that for a week, two weeks, through the end of May, and let's see how that makes you a better disc golfer and a more healthy person. You know, we're definitely going to advocate for being in shape and being healthy and, and working on all those things are really good. So let's start small. We don't have to jump off the edge of the cliff. We can dip our toe into the water. So let's just start small with that. And maybe that's something I'll start doing as well when I wake up. So The third thing that you can do, like a third workout here that we've got for you, is flexibility and mobility training. Flexibility and mobility exercises can improve your range of motion, prevent injuries, and enhance your overall performance. Incorporate stretching, yoga, or mobility drills in your training routine to improve your flexibility and mobility. This is pretty big. I mean, you know, how many times have you had to stretch around a tree or you've had to get on one knee or you've had to do something weird where it's not a normal disc golf throw? If you can incorporate those things into your training, you know, the stretching, the yoga, the mobility drills, it's just things that give you another edge while on the course. The more flexible and mobile you are, the easier it is to make those difficult shots. 
The final training technique here that we've got for you, this is still just workouts, is mental training. Disc golf requires a mental focus, concentration, and resilience. So practice mindfulness, meditation, or visualization like we've talked about earlier, and do those exercises to improve your mental toughness and prepare yourself for challenging situations on the course. Remember, a well-rounded training routine that includes both physical and mental exercises can help you improve your disc golf game. Try to incorporate these workouts into your training routine and you'll start to see progress over time. And that is obviously the goal. We want to see that progress over time. So let's get on off of strength and conditioning. We've got one final disc golf training technique. Hopefully you guys have gotten a lot of value out of this episode. You know, not only have you gotten six disc golf training techniques, you've gotten a disc golf putting drill, you've gotten a disc golf field work drill, and you've gotten four disc golf workouts that you can start doing today to make you a better disc golfer. So Like I said at the top of this episode, this episode is all about training and techniques and how you can become a better disc golfer. So hopefully I've delivered on that and you are going to get a ton of value out of this. And if you do, make sure you leave a like rating on YouTube. Please leave a rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you could just drop a five-star rating, that would be massive. If you have the ability to leave a review and let us know what you think of the show in this episode that would be even better. And like I said last episode, make sure you follow us on Instagram and TikTok. It's Chain Clankers Disc Golf. I am trying to update the TikTok to say Chain Clankers Disc Golf. That way they match. But please go do those things. I've got content that's going to be coming out Monday through Friday is the goal. So check out that if you want to also become a better disc golfer and you don't want to listen to an entire podcast episode, you can see some amazing clips, you can see some funny clips, and you can see clips on how you can become a better disc golfer, which if you're listening to this episode, that's what you want. So never miss another podcast again. Hit the subscribe button and let's get on to the sixth and final disc golf training technique. It is to record yourself. Recording yourself while playing or practicing can help you identify areas of improvement in your form, technique, and shot selection. Watch the video, analyze your throws, your footwork, and your release points, and make the adjustments accordingly. By doing this, like I said, you've got those three things that you're going to get better at, but when you incorporate the recording yourself, you incorporate the strength and conditioning, the visualization, the playing with better players, field work, putting, all those kinds of things, you're going to see how much easier it is when you record yourself to see what you're doing right versus what you're doing wrong. And when you're able to, what I like to do when I record myself is give myself either a thumbs up or a thumbs down. And that kind of lets me know, was that shot good? Was that shot bad? So if I see a thumbs down, then I can be like, oh, okay, well, I know that was bad. So what went wrong? And then I can analyze that. Oh, that was good. Okay, what went right? I need to have that continue to be what I want to see in my other throws. So remember that practice and consistency are key to improving your disc golf game. Try incorporate these techniques into your training routine and you will start to see progress over time, which is the name of the game, folks. We want to see that progress over time. We want to see you become the best disc golf player you can be. And if you want to be the best disc golf player you can be, make sure you hit that subscribe button today and never miss another podcast. If you want six tips on how you can improve your mental game, check out last week's episode right now and you will become a more mentally tough disc golfer. We'll see you guys next week. 